Hi, welcome to the Lawcast. My name is Melanie Thorley and I'm a solicitor at MJT Law. Today I want to talk about some new, as you know, there are loads of changes happening with Australian um, employment law and one of them has kind of, uh, look, I'm not going to say snuck under the radar, but it's popped up again and this is same job for same pay. Now, what the uh, um, Australian um, federal government are attempting to do at the moment is to, or, or are doing at the moment, is to make some massive changes to the employment law regime. Uh, it doesn't appear that they are inclined to just throw out the Fair Work Act, but they are amending it to some fairly significant extents. Now, one of the things that the unions and probably also the Labor government or the shadow government before the coalition, or the coalition was in power, was to deal with labour hire workers. Labour hire workers, for those who don't know, in Australia, um, tend to get, they, they tend to have casual employment. So uh, labour hire workers currently represent about 2.3% of the Australian working people um, and they tend to be employed by someone or an organisation, let's say labour hire company, we're going to call them labour hire company, um, and that they're employed by labour hire company as casuals to work with other companies. Now, what does happen with these casuals who are working for labour hire company who are sent to these um, what we call host companies or host businesses is they tend to get paid less than the host business would pay their own staff. Uh, and this is there, there is a stark contrast in labour hire workers and energy resources. Uh, the, the pay would be significantly different. For example, uh, if you're working, and I'm only giving examples here, uh, if you're working for Energy Resource Company 1, as, as an employee, you might be on $50 per hour. If you're working at um, Energy Resource Company 1 as a labour hire employee from this company as, as a casual, you might be on $26 per hour. So you can see how it's a massive difference. So what the... Australian Federal Government has put in is basically same job, same pay um, requirements. And there is now a new consultation paper from the Department of, um, basically uh, the Department of Resources, uh, D-E-W-R, sorry, the... The Department of Water and Environmental Regulations, probably not that. I'm just looking it up. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. It's the Department of Employment and Workplace Relations. Sorry, everyone, I probably ought to know that. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, the Department of Employment and Workplace Relations has come up with some guidelines. Um, and the well, consultation paper that considers guidelines. And the, 
there, there are a few of them. So the first guideline is employees should be able to access labour hire workers for genuine work surges and short-term needs. Now, that's a really interesting guideline because it doesn't, because some labour hire workers are working at um, Energy Resource Company One for five years. How is that a work surge or a short-term need? It simply isn't. Uh, so are they going to restrict it? Are they going to narrow it in a consultation to only labour hire workers being employed for the purposes of work surges like, I don't know, you might work at um, a retail store that gets crazy amounts of work during Christmas and you want to get a whole pile of labour hire workers, so you don't want to employ them yourself, you want to engage an organisation that will employ them for you to pick up a whole pile of casual workers for that search. Uh, and short-term needs, well, same but different. Short-term needs might be you've picked up a contract, that contract requires you to have a bunch of workers, you want to hire labour hire workers for that purpose. Um, so that's really interesting because, like I said, it's, it's not covering that long-term labour hire worker at that company. Um, the next uh, guideline is labour hire workers should receive the same pay for those employees directly engaged by the host employer where they perform the same work. Now, I'm on board with this one. Look, setting aside that this is going to literally ruin the labour hire companies, business models, uh, and I'm kind of like setting that aside as a, as a by thought, but it's literally going to ruin those companies' um, business models. They may become so unprofitable that they're not going to be able to operate anymore. But let, let, let's say, for example, um, that's not going to be an issue, although it will be an issue. Uh, Labour hire workers should receive the same pay for those to work as directly engaged in by the host employer where they perform the same work. This is a really interesting one because it feels like there's a lot of caveats here, or kind of a lot of qualifiers. Directly engaged by the host employer where they perform the same work. So it has to be the same work. So if we're talking about this surge, this, this holiday surge, then there's likely going to be uh, permanent or uh, casual employees who are employed by that company and now these labour hire workers uh, they come in um, for the same value so that that seems sensible but I wonder how many of these host companies will change their business model so they're not actually employing those um, the, the same those labour hire workers in jobs that they already have workers in um, I wonder if there's going to be a shift in how employment works in these companies that use labour hire workers a lot uh, to not employ staff in those spaces. So that, that's kind of an interesting concept and I, I don't know how that's going to work but remember this is just a consultation paper on guidelines. Disputes about same job, same pay entitlement should be dealt with fairly and economically by the Fair Work Commission. I have no idea what that means. The Fair Work Commission um, arguably is a good space for this sort of dispute, but I have no idea actually how that's going to play out. Fairly and economically. Well, 
it's not going to be economic, no matter what people say. I mean, although the Fair Work Commission is ideally a no-lawyer jurisdiction, there are piles of lawyers running around there. There are barristers aplenty um, inside, and that makes it expensive. And it also makes it really hard for an employee who's self-representing to adequately defend themselves without getting legal representation. So I have no idea what point three is going to mean in the consultation paper for guidelines. Now, uh, the fourth one, Targeted anti-avoidance measures are needed to protect same job, same pay entitlement and ensure long-lasting behavioural change. <laughs> um, again, obviously this is to uh, attempt to circumnavigate that point two issue where uh, labour hire workers receive the same pay for workers engaged by the host employer when they prefer the same work. So I guess what they're trying to achieve is the thing that I said might happen, which is uh, there's this concept where you just don't hire people in that space, so you can hire labour hire employees only. Um, <laughs> but it's it's such a, a foreseen of a kind of... I guess what it's doing is it's not just putting in place a public policy, um, it's really foreseeing cultural change. Um, targeted anti-avoidance measures are needed to protect same jobs, same pay entitlements to ensure long-lasting behavioural change. I assume it means penalties uh, and prosecution. Um, in, in some aspects. We're asking organisations and companies to change their business models to their disadvantage and then like it. I don't know. It's quite, it feels very... We, you know, um, if you're not one of if you're not one of us, you're one of them. Um, kind of feeling. I can see why they're trying to achieve it. I think it's unfair, and I think it could be dangerous. We will have to see how it plays out. Um, and then it goes. And considering the merits for identifying the same job requirements, the Department of Employment Workplace Relations will consider the following related when labour hire workers are performing duties that align with the classification of jobs set out uncovered under an enterprise agreement um, that applies to the host employer that are directly employed. Directly hired employees, the same duties as directly hired employees are covered by a modern award and or the same duties specifically hired employee workers for the host employer. So they're kind of looking at it holistically. What's the award say? What does the enterprise agreement say? And if they're not falling under an enterprise agreement and an award, then what is going on here? Look, I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. Um, these laws are going to come into effect quite soon. We need to have some understanding on how to apply them. Um, high level, I actually like the concept of labour hire workers getting the same pay for doing the same job. I actually like that. I think there's some massive knock-on effects that we we won't see for a while, which is labour hire companies going out of business, um, employers who normally take labour hire employees hiring less of them. Um, so there's this we, we, 
this 2.3% of our working public. So that's that's a huge percentage. And there are a lot of sort of contract and labour hire workers in government, in state governments. And I'm interested to see how this federal kind of push, we have a lot of um, labour uh, state government heads now. Um, Queensland has a labour government um, and there are many others. So I, I wonder how quickly the state governments are going to come on board with this because I reckon there'd be a if we add in the the, the government employees there's going to be a massive number um, that's going to be affected by this so really today is just uh, a jibber jab about this new thing that we that we need to start thinking about which is what happens to labour hire workers next um, if you're a labour hire worker this is going to be a really interesting time for you. If you're a labour hire company, I would start thinking, really thinking about how this is going to affect your business. And if you're hiring labour hire workers and you hire a lot of labour hire workers and they're not just seasonal and they're not just for um, short-term needs or um, surges, then, again, I think it, I think there's going to need to be some massive changes in those businesses in order to accommodate this this new this new thing that's coming. Um, thank you everyone for having for watching the lawcast. Uh, it may have been a little bit boring today. Sorry. Um, I'll think of something more interesting to do in two weeks' time. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks for watching the lawcast, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks.